Hey, science fiction and fantasy authors, would you like to get more exposure for your books and get some support to uncover story ideas, enhance story cohesion, and get some ideas for marketing? Then sign up for my 30-minute story success clinic. Every 30-minute story success clinic is recorded and gets aired as an episode of the How to Write the Future podcast. So sign up today. The link is in the show notes. And now let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, Beth Barani here. Welcome creatives. This is a podcast for science fiction and fantasy writers who want to create positive, optimistic stories. Because when we vision what is possible, we help make it so. This podcast is also for readers who are inspired by thinking about the future and about what could be. All right, so we're, we're actually swimming in our culture all the time. And that makes it really hard to see what makes things work or even how things could be different. In NLP, we call that ecology. It is everything around us that actually supports us and keeps us operating, functioning. And we also take it for granted. So like a fish, a fish doesn't know that it's swimming in a sea necessarily and doesn't even understand or can comprehend the reality of people living on the land, walking around on two legs. Humans, we don't know like to have the life of a bird, for example, flying and catching food while we, you know, fly midair. Cats don't know what it's like to be a dog. We think so. So all, all of this to say that we each have unique maps of reality that are specific to our species, specific to our environment, and even down to the specific location where you live, your parents, your heritage, even the food we eat, the air we breathe. And even more broadly, Earth's gravitational field, it has a very specific impact on us that shapes us at every waking moment. And our unique place in the solar system just the earth, the third rock from the sun. And then our solar system is part of the Milky Way galaxy. And that Milky Way galaxy is part of a wider, super massive, super cluster of galaxies called Lanakea. Lanakea. So all of these things have an impact on who we are. When you imagine that far out, you know, that galaxies of galaxies makes this big super cluster called Lanakea. You know, it puts a whole different perspective for me about life on Earth. I find thinking about the stars really comforting. It helps me relax and it actually helps me come back to myself, which brings me back to maps. When we build a fictional world, you want to situate your character in a specific time and place, which is relative, meaning it's in relationship to other times and other places, specifically what came before, who came before, and what are the other areas in your region that have an impact or influence or pressure on where your characters live. So how do we start making these mental models of reality explicit? All of your characters have mental models of their reality, and you, as an author, as a person on this planet right now listening to this, have a mental model of reality. So let me see if I can define a little bit what I mean by mental model or mental map. We all unconsciously, mostly unconsciously, 
develop ways of perceiving the world that we perceive as real or true from the time we are very, very young. Brain scientists have shown that our brain is predicting what happens in every next second. Before it happens, our brain is actually going to predict what's going to happen based on what has come before. The brain is always constructing models of reality to save time because our brain is all about saving energy and it is building on everything that came before. So let's take an example. Consider something you believe to be true right now that was different than before. And I'm going to pick something really mundane, like what you believe is a good breakfast. Chances are years ago, maybe even months ago, you believed something was really excellent for breakfast that maybe now you don't. For example, I used to love eggs for breakfast with kale. I loved it. I would steam the kale with my eggs. It was delicious. And I had that for a few years. And before that, though, my very favorite breakfast was peanut butter and banana sandwich on rye toast. I loved it. And now I know that those two things, for one hand, you know, eating peanut butter and banana and bread, those are all actually not good for me anymore. And I'm just not interested in eggs and kale for some reason. I don't know why. Now it's oatmeal. And I add some herbs and spices and a little monk fruit and stevia. That's the best breakfast. Absolutely, hands down. Cannot convince me otherwise. So this is an example of how our beliefs shift, but also how our model of reality can shift. And also what we believe is true, that becomes our reality. Another way of looking at it is beliefs are a scaffolding of our reality, but also the construction material. Our deeply held beliefs shape our reality because they shape our choices. Here's another example. When I was a small child, it was perfectly acceptable for my mom to pile in all of us four kids and friends into the big Ford station wagon and go grocery shopping with no seatbelts. It was in the 70s and early 80s in Northern California. But would this happen today? No way. But it was normal then. No one questioned it. That was our map of reality. So let's take it back to your story. What are the activities and behaviors that your characters take for granted? Your job as the writer and world builder is to get really, really clear on what is normal for your characters and what is abnormal. I like to think of a typical day for my characters and ask them questions, or sometimes I run a mental movie of the day, jotting down anything that stands out different than what I am familiar with, than what I would normally experience. Something to keep in mind is that your readers have this world, the world we live in, to compare with anything that you create. So you as the writer need to describe what is strange to us, but normal to your character in terms that we all can relate to. For another example, let's go back to the breakfast example. My main character, Janie McAllister, she has a favorite breakfast too, I'm sure, even though I haven't highlighted it in my current books that I'm working on. But I do know her habits from her previous my previous books that I've written already, the first four books in the series. Janie likes coffee, like me. Of course she does, right? I've, I've modeled her after me. But I haven't decided how she makes her coffee because it hasn't come up in the story. But I have another character who comes to her house in the story and makes dinner for Janie, but makes it by hand instead of using that stupid food crafter in the kitchen. 
It's a 3D printer, a food printer that everyone can have in their house. It's as calm as, an, as a microwave or a hot plate. And the food is created out of basic powders that have all the vitamins and micronutrients everyone needs to survive. And there's flavorings that can be added in a very specific way to give each item its unique flavor and smell. To think through the 3D printer, food printer, I had to, and I have been, researching the amazing rabbit hole that is, what is taste? What is flavor? What determines the taste of food? I really need to understand these things so I can change it in some way for my science fiction story. And that's the kind of research I just adore. And that's the kind of research and the level of specificity that you need to know to bring your character story alive in the minds of your hearts and your readers. So just a little window into creative process. I usually put what I think is interesting and fun and science fiction-y, because I'm writing science fiction, obviously, put all these interesting things into the story in the earlier drafts. And then in the later drafts, I really work hard to create a wow factor, really emphasize all the ways in which the story world is new and different from ours, but still recognizable. So I work really hard to bridge the gap so that you could imagine walking into a kitchen and seeing a 3D printer and ordering up your breakfast and whatever. You want your readers to feel they are somewhere new and that place stretches their notion of what is possible. And that all comes back to your character's mental model of reality, right, long, and prosper. If you would like help bringing your unique story world to life, then sign up for a story success clinic. I am now scheduling for January 2023.